Hello, welcome to Hard at Play. This is Roommates Gaming's bi-weekly video game focused podcast. I'm your host, Justin. This is Josh and Eric with me as always. And this is Tiny Screwdriver, who's also with us all the time. Um, again, this is Roommates Gaming's video game focused podcast. It goes up every other Thursday. On the opposing Thursdays, we put up the Sauces Tray, which is our other podcast, which a little bit more free form general discussion where we... T- uh, tackle a random topic every week. Hard week. It's a tough week. It is. It's a long, long week. week. It's after yep. Christmas. It's the new yeah. year. Yep. We are all exhausted. Um, so, just a couple things before we get started today. We're going to be talking about the games from 2020 that we're looking forward to. Um, but first, you're watching this video more than likely on either our Facebook page or our YouTube channel. Of course, you can find us at youtube.com slash roommatesgaming, facebook.com slash roommatesgaming. Uh, you can also find us at twitch.tv and Instagram, basically everywhere at slash roommatesgaming. Uh, the audio version of this goes up on Anchor, iTunes, Google, Spotify, pretty much everywhere. Once again, search Roommates Gaming, search Hard at Play or Sauce Stray, whichever podcast you're looking for. And join our Discord. Of course, the link for that will be in the description to this and most videos, probably all videos. <laughs> yeah, and, all videos. Yeah. And you can uh, jump in, talk with us in our Discord. We're pretty interactive there. And throw out some topics for things you'd like to hear us talk about. We'd like to see those rolling in and start bringing it in as part of the show. So, with all that fun stuff out of the way, real quick, what video is coming up Monday? Uh, this will be the, the actual Castle Crashers video. Castle Crashers. Yep. That was fun. I'm in this one. I'm back. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, we took the this week and last week off. Uh, I know one of the... I think the last hard to play, I think I said Castle Crashers was coming, but no, nah, we took... I mean, we, it's we still took, coming. It's still coming. It's still coming. You didn't lie. I didn't lie, but uh, yeah, we took the two weeks off, but it's it's uh, it's ready for, I guess, yeah, next Monday. Yeah. All right, cool. We did, uh, we got Castle Crashers coming, and earlier this week and this past weekend, we did some really fun stuff, <laughs> and I cannot wait for that to come around in a couple of weeks. So... Keep check every Monday. Make sure you, you know, subscribe to our channel. Watch, like, comment on the videos. All that fun stuff. And with all that out of the way, gentlemen, it's 2020. At the time this video goes up, it is January 2nd of 2020. Yep. And... Hi, future me. That is insane. Hi, future everybody. We're time travelers. Yes. (laughs) We did it. We're in two years at the same time. My God, Marty. It's your mom. (laughs) It's your mom. All right. Uh, So looking looking forward to 2020, there's a lot of of games coming out, a lot of things we're excited about. You know, we've heard from E3 this year. We saw at the Game Awards and, of course, the State of Plays, Nintendo things and... I think Xbox does an Xbox Inside or something like that that apparently is a thing, and I never really watched it or heard about it. So there you go, folks. The more you know. Uh, But first, let's run down what titles, big titles, are coming out in 2020 that we are looking forward to. Okay? Uh, I'm going to start in February because it's the earliest I don't know so far. I was going to say for January. I I noticed on the the Kakarot... um, RP. I didn't. Yeah, I did not put that on here. January. Yeah. Is January. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's like like the second or third week in January. I'm gonna be 100 percent transparent. So I 
I very biasedly selected the, the titles that went on this list. <laughs> Fair enough. And although I am a major DBZ fan, in fact, when I was in wardrobe before I came into this room, <laughs> my Turtle Hermit shirt was one of the ones that I was going to wear, but I decided <laughs> against it. I went with my Musion shirt, which me and Josh have already spoken about. Um, but... God damn, it's like the same game over and over again, and I need to be wowed by it because I'm really tired of getting my hopes up for Dragon Ball games. Yeah, <laughs> I have conflicting interest yeah. into the mm-hmm. game because, like, it's I love the Legacy of Goku games that mm-hmm. were on the GBA because mm-hmm. they're because this one they're, is they're some of my favorites. <laughs> they're so fun. Yes, um, and this one is like <clears throat> got the RPG elements and it has that kind of layout and it goes through right. until the Boo Saga and that sounds really cool, but like. A lot of times when they show like the open world, it's just that one map and it's in that like desert canyon like yeah. area. And I'm like, that just seems so. It seems like a very small map. And it's. it's Well, it just seems so empty. Yeah. Like there's like, it doesn't seem like much is going yeah. on anytime I've seen gameplay or people like playing in that area. It just seems so empty and like. <clears throat> right. Yeah. It, we... Just because you make a decent map. I mean, I, I would rather you have a small map with a bunch of shit in it instead of mm-hmm. a big map with nothing in it. If you're going to do a big map, make sure you put a bunch of shit in yeah. it and not in a bad way like um, Odyssey did. It's a very large map, but there's like too much and there's a lot of just menial bullshit. Yeah. So I would just rather like a medium size with a decent amount of yeah. stuff in it. Don't go too big and not a lot of stuff or don't go too big with too much stuff because then it just becomes like overwhelming and you're yeah. like, I'm basically doing like three things. A thousand different ways, right? Yeah, uh, uh, Josh and I were I Josh and I were talking about that. We were we were talking about that uh, a couple of days ago. And me, always being the video game optimist and apologist that I am, um, I was. <laughs> he is a whole lot more than I am. Yeah. Oh, God damn, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was like, I'm, I'm hoping it's just the unfortunate decision of getting getting that specific part because it's probably the easiest place mm-hmm. to get ready. Um, and then just using that for all of their trailers and gameplay previews and whatnot, and it just being the unfortunate decision of the least interesting area being was, shown off. I was agreeing with him in that aspect, too. I was like, I really hope so, because it's going through the beginning of DBZ until the Boo Saga. I hope there's like a rumble Namek that we can Is it Bandai Namco and, or Koei Tecmo? I really don't know who's making it. That, I can't remember who's doing it either, but they've never really been good about advertising what world they're using no. or things like that. They 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 haven't been for any of their titles. And I'm like, right we, there with you. Like if I think of an extended list of my favorite JRPGs from like SNES and GBA, like of course Golden Sun's in my top 10. That oh thing yeah. is fucking amazing. That's a great game. But, you know, Legacy of Goku, I have never emulated that game and don't <laughs> currently have emulator or ROMs of that game that I tied to an emulator to play on multiple systems that I have in my house currently. I love that shit. I think it's fun. That game right? is hella fun. It is crazy. And it does. It feels like a really good JRPG, like, top-down. But you're Goku. Yep. This shit's dope. And for the record, it's Bandai Namco. It is Bandai Namco. I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm trying to think of why I got them confused with Koei Tecmo, but it's probably because they're so similar. Yeah, they're, they're very similar. They're as, far similar. As, as far as, like, brand goes. <clears throat> they make pretty different games most of the time, yeah. but... Their their brands don't really have a lot of difference. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure Bandai owns the DBZ like gaming and toy. Yeah, they do. Like yeah. license. I think. Uh, I, I don't know. I'd be really excited for this if I had not just 
I, I personally, I enjoyed Xenoverse, but I got burned out on it. And I know it's not going to be the same thing, but a lot of the control mechanics look similar because yeah. it's easy for them to use, use those. the same mechanics. Yeah. It's just but like, well, throw some like RPG elements over yeah, it. Where you just, can... It needs to be rebuilt so much because the controls <laughs> can be kind of clunky. But I, again, I had fun with Xenoverse. But. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we have that in January. Thank you, Josh. No problem. And uh, moving on to February, uh, we're going to run through these. We've got Valentine's Day, February 14th. We have Dreams. Finally actually coming out. <laughs> and Darksiders Genesis. And I am hella looking forward to both of those. Really? Yes. Uh, I think Darksiders Genesis would be a lot of fun. Like, uh, to play from that isometric perspective, shake things up on the series. Um, and then on February 20th, I had Persona 5 Scramble on here. But you guys did inform me that that is a Japan release, not US. Yep. It has not been confirmed for a release date for the United States. And my heart's broken. Same. We'll probably get it, you know... Five-ish, hopefully months after that. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking if they're doing if they're doing February, hopefully they won't do a whole year. I'm It'll probably be September. In, yeah, the fall. Because I was gonna say Persona Five came out, right? Royal came out in like <clears throat> excuse me uh, last year for Japan came out sometime in the fall. I think it may yeah. have been like in October or something like that, and it's coming out this March. Um, so. However many months, <laughs> so five-ish. Five so it'll probably be the same. Day. It'll probably come out in the fall for us. I would really hope they do late summer because that would if, be cool. if you think about if you think about new hardware from other companies coming out in the fall, I really think that Persona Five Scramble might kind of drown in excitement for new hardware and new releases like that. But either way, I'm gonna get it. Like it, it could yep. come out day and date with the PS Five, and I'm gonna buy that shit because yeah. it looks so dope. Yep. Uh, Next up, we have March, and on March 3rd, our early boy, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Now, this game has spent absolutely no time in development. They announced it, what, like six months ago, and all of a sudden it's here? So, we'll see how that one goes. I think you're being a little facetious, though. I am being more than a little facetious. It's been a long time coming. Um, and on the 13th, we have Eric's wet dream come true, Neo mm-hmm. 2. Mm-hmm. It is literally my most anticipated game. There we go. Uh... On March 20th, we have one of my most anticipated games for 2020, and that's Animal Crossing New Horizons <laughs> and Doom Eternal on the same date. <laughs> for audio <laughs> listeners, that was very clear. <laughs> for video <laughs> listeners, just look at Eric's face. He's <laughs> yeah. uh, like, when can I do this quietly? <laughs> just wait till Justin's clicking the pin. And then yeah, uh, when I do it. all that fun stuff. <laughs> you can mask it in there. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to cover it with my thumb. It's a nervous <laughs> thing. Uh, March 31st, we have Persona 5 Royal for the PS5. and Or PS4, sorry. PS4. <laughs> and that's more Persona 5. Good thing. Yep. All right. Uh, never have too much of it. Never have too much of it. <laughs> never have too much Persona. Uh, the only thing that would be bad is if the new character sucks. <laughs> the new story arcs are bad, but <laughs> that can't happen, so... Moving on to April. On April 3rd, we have Resi 3. Uh, Stars. And by extension, we have Project Resistance. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, it'd be packed in. Resident Resistance or whatever. It's yeah. funny. I've, like, other than five and a third of six, I've never played a Resident Evil game. They've never really been an interest of mine. Uh, but I, I played I played five with JT because, mm-hmm. uh, well, uh, we lived together. And he was like, hey, you want to play this? Actually, I think we played it before I lived with him. But he was like, hey, you want to play this game? It's really fun. Or as a co-op game, at least. It's really fun. 
sure. So we beat it like six times. Uh, <laughs> and then, I, and like I said, I played a third of uh, Resident Evil. I played the Devil May Cry version of yeah. uh, Resident Six. Wesker. Uh, <laughs> <Story of six. laughs> um, yeah, the game was a Devil May Cry clone. It was um, a a Gears, Gears of War clone, and then it was an actual Resident Evil game. Yep. Um, yeah, but really uh, I, I've only I've only really played those two. Um, so the only thing from Resident Evil Three I know is literally Nemesis saying stars. Yep. <laughs> uh, Resident Evil 4 is thought by many people to be the best. It's yep. pretty yeah. good. I, it, it's probably my favorite just because it was the reason why one of my favorite game series was created. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it did, like so much stuff spawned off of Resident Evil 4, and I think that's a that's a that's a great deal. Yeah, uh, I love that story. Like, let's try to make a new Resident Evil game. This Modern game's Resident. getting real weird. Let's turn it into a hack and slash. Let's make it another game and then keep working <laughs> yeah. on Resident Evil 4. <laughs> Almost all of the PlayStation 4 exclusives that blew it out of the park this like this generation owe themselves to Resi 4 in some way because that game really did revolutionize that over-the-shoulder kind of third-person shooter genre and in a great way. Um, continuing through April, on the 16th, we have uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Whatever Josh's most anticipated game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a CD Projekt Red's baby that we are all super excited about. And, you know, Keanu I, Reeves. I, I should clarify, while Neo 2 is still more anticipated for me, it's followed very closely. <laughs> very closely, yeah. Uh, on April 24th, we have Trials on... Eh, well, let's back up for a second. Trials of Mana on April 24th. That's a great thing. I love the, ma- the Mana, Mana series. series. Uh, I'm really looking forward. I got the collection of Mana for Christmas, and mm-hmm. I'm super super pumped about it because it's on Switch. Um, Cyberpunk. Really oddly timed for the generation split, but I'm still excited about it. Yeah. Because uh, you know that shit's going to get re-released. Oh, yeah. oh, most likely. Yeah. And I'll probably buy it again. I will, too. <laughs> like, yeah, probably. Well, I, I, I haven't actually pre-ordered it yet, but I'm like probably going to buy it on the PC. Mm-hmm. And then if they re-release it on the PlayStation 5, I'll buy it on the PlayStation then. Yeah. Um that's a big brain move right there. Yeah, big brain See, move. I'll I'll probably buy it on I'll probably buy it on PS4 just because my I, I got the Pro. I love my Pro. My PC is not optimized for something like that, and I want to do that game justice when I sit down <laughs> to play it. So whenever I do, actually invest in. I wonder if uh, it's, so it's one of the main reasons why I want to buy it on the PC first because yeah. my my play my PlayStation my my PC's. Pretty damn beefy, yeah. and uh, I really want to do it justice. And now that I've got a new chair for Christmas, yeah. now that I got me a won't race, be tired of sitting there. <laughs> yeah, I race won't be tired. Seat. Yeah, now that I got a race car seat. I won't be tired yeah. of sitting there for like thirty <laughs> minutes, and like because that that chair I used to have when we were, when I was recording or editing videos, I'd get so just done with sitting like after yeah. thirty minutes, and I'm like, no, I, I've you know got to put like <laughs> eight hours. Like, I, yeah, um, I wonder. I wonder if um. For for the PS5, I wonder if PlayStation's going to do uh, PS5 and a PS5 Pro at launch, or if they're even going to worry with a Pro. They are. They've already been kind of forward about the fact that they yeah. are working on multiple models, but they haven't necessarily said when to expect that. Um, but if if they announce a Pro at launch, I mean, because I know I know with the PS4, the <laughs> PS4 Pro was more or less in reaction to mm-hmm. the different versions of the Xbox yeah. you could get. So I'm just I'm curious if they're still making that consideration or if they're just going no the PS5 is going to be the PS5. I'm not I'm really not sure. And um, we're going to make sure it doesn't need to be upgraded. Well, you're going to have those people that want to get into the new 
the new generation, but mm-hmm. aren't necessarily that concerned about performance and things like that, like we are. Mm-hmm. So I understand the I understand the idea of having a baseline PS5, but I also 100% understand that. All right, well, I guess I'm going for the Pro if there is a Pro because if I've it's seen the difference that I have now. If so. it's not at launch date, I'm buying the baseline, and I'll just be happy. Yeah. Like the fact I bought a console that I wanted to go buy a new TV for because when I bought my Pro, I didn't have HDR and like I feel like I'm missing so much <laughs> not having yeah. HDR here. Um, but uh, all right, so moving on, we're in May now and we have the surprise announcement from the Game Awards, Fast and Furious Crossroads. Who cares? <laughs> uh, I like how you you said you handpicked these ones and you picked that one. Yep, I did. On <laughs> like purpose. over Kakarot. Yeah, but I, just because we can make fun of that yeah, piece of sh- that want, PlayStation uh, Three game coming well, out. That's not all we have here, Josh. <laughs> uh, Marvel's Avengers also coming out in May on the fifteenth. It's it's it hadn't hit for me yet. I, I can't wait to see it, but it hasn't hit for me yet. Same. I do like Kamala Khan as the main character. It probably won't think. hit for me until they actually show me the game. Yeah, <laughs> which probably won't happen until after it comes out. Because even if they do like show me like a long like m- detailed mm-hmm. gameplay like trailer kind of thing, I probably still be like, yeah, I mean that looks cool, but. <laughs> I want to see an actual person play it yeah. first. <laughs> I mean, they've said, you know, you've seen more gameplay than you realize. I'm like, then tell us what the fucking yeah. gameplay has been. Like, yeah. Define that. <laughs> um, and I, you w- can, I want to know if a random moron can play that game or not on the internet. <laughs> you can kind of see, like, when you're watching some of the videos where... Like you can kind of see some of the character movements that all right that's that's controller yeah. interaction. Yeah. Or that is a... But a, a lot of those... Um, preview things even if they are actual gameplay it's pre-scripted gameplay that's all it's gonna be that's all it's gonna be uh i want to i want to see some random moron on youtube struggle their struggle their way through the game because they can't pick up context clues or visual clues (laughs) yeah that's that's how we know what we want (laughs) um four days later on the 19th we have wasteland 3 i'm not really big in the wasteland series but i know a lot of people are hopefully it's good hopefully it's good uh May 22nd, we have Maneater. Once again, <laughs> Eric's quote from the Game Awards, Crackdown, but for sharks. I mean, I, I don't particularly like the whole Dark Souls of and Skyrim of, but it's Crackdown, but with sharks. Yeah, and I can't, I can't wait to see it. I saw it on the Epic Store today. Uh, I guess they're doing pre-sale for it, um, which is cool, by the way. Make sure that you're logging in the Epic Store and getting that $10 coupon they give out every quarter because they just give all their users 10 bucks to buy I didn't something. Even know that. That's pretty dope. They give out free games every week and, they give, out, and they give out a $10 coupon have every they, quarter. Have they given out a functional and reliable games launcher yet? The whole launcher is functional and reliable. It just looks like shit. It's getting better. Like it, <laughs> The more stuff they put in it, the more they realize, like, all right, this is getting muddy. We need to fix it. Yeah. And it... Every time I log in, it looks a little bit better. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because it's filling out. Yes, because it's filling out yeah. now, so it yeah, doesn't look so out. empty. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not yeah. really a PC gamer. I yeah. just I just wanted to be that guy. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Because for a <laughs> while, it was like, man, these seven titles could be laid out so much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just heard about a... Uh, I, I just knew about a bunch of people like when it, when it first launched, yeah. which... You know, when when those things first launch, they're not going to be that great. They're not. And like, Steam wasn't exactly reliable in its first, like, year of being active yeah. pretty much. Ste- like that's the thing. Like Steam isn't giving me 
and this is me being a selfish bastard, Steam isn't giving me free titles that I've had my eye on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fucking Epic's like, <laughs> take it. Like, we don't care. Like, uh, today, I'm, I don't give a shit about this game, but today I got Hello Neighbor like, mm. for free. Oh, so, sure. yeah, it's nice. pretty dope. Uh, and, like I said, the $10 gift card to buy, or $10 credit to buy whatever else I want. So, uh, do those stack? Like, do you do you have to use them? They have an expiration date of like the end of a quarter. So, um, like I said, they they give you pretty much ten dollars every quarter to buy something. And Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is on there. So if you're gonna buy it, like you can get it for fifty bucks instead of sixty. Or I think you might need to uh, get you some Epic Game Store logins. <laughs> yep. Like it's it's actually kind I of. I mean, a I have cool deal. An Epic State, the Epic account. But there's been no reason to go on there. Yeah, because like, when I first downloaded it, like the only game was like Fortnite yeah. and Apex. And but, I, the reason why I did it was because Apex launched with it. And I wanted the, to try Apex out. And I was like, uh, no, not Apex. Uh, that's EA. Donald. No. I can't. What the hell? It's something. It was like another game that came out with the. The Epic Games Store, like, I can't, whatever. But basically, it was, like, two games. It was, like, Fortnite and another game. And I was like, I'm good. (laughs) Was it Metro? Maybe. maybe. Yeah, Uh, I think think it was Metro. I'm pretty sure Metro was a... uh, Because Metro, like, last minute. By the way, we're... You got got Metro on your console. Yeah, I have Metro on the console. I don't... What the fuck? I don't... Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But I highly recommend it. As, as, As weird as the thing is, if you can look past the UI and the interface, check out the Epic Games Store. We're not sponsored. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, one of the most important games on this list or any other list that you're ever going to see for the, for, for the fucking time of your life. Justin's most anticipated, anticipated game. game. No, my most anticipated game is on March 20th. It's Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, uh, sure. sure it is, yeah. buddy. Sure, buddy. I'm not even fucking lying. <laughs> like, we'll get into this. What was that spill about The Last of Us 2? The Last of Us Part 1 <laughs> is one of the most important games of the decade. It is hands down one of my favorites. The Last of Us Part 2 is adding to that story in a way that you don't, ha- that you don't need to. I'm excited for it, but it's... It's more Last of Us. That's not a bad thing. The game was fucking incredible. And knowing more about Ellie, seeing where her story goes from there, it's all supplemental. They could have stopped and not made more. In fact, mm-hmm. when they announced The Last of Us Part 2 or when they started teasing it, I did not want Joel and Ellie. I wanted different people. Yeah, honestly, so the way this, the way The Last of Us Part 1 ended and then the DLC and whatnot, I'm like, yep. they're making a second one? Yeah. <laughs> In fact, the DLC, like, uh, most people were upset when the DLC when it was announced that it was Ellie's story from before The Last of Us, mm-hmm. because, and I, I don't, again, I don't, you guys didn't play through it, no. but there were these letters that you pick up along the way, and then you find this boat, this guy named Ishmael, who was fleeing the city, who got a boat, and he was talking about how he was going to go out on the water where he'd be safe. And as you read, as you collect and read these letters, which is a hugely rewarding part of the game, you realize how badly things go to shit for Ishmael. Right, but you get so invested in them. So when they like when Naughty Dog announced DLC, the loudest outcry was, "We're getting Ish's story. Like we get to play as him and see like see him get ready to go out on this boat and all this cool shit." And then it's Ellie, like which is cool, right? Because it gives more depth to her character. But she already had so much. There was a contained story there. But anyway, like I said, Last of Us Part Two is supplemental, but it's more of a fantastic thing. So I am looking forward to it. Those are all the concrete dates we have for 2020. Um, now we're going to get into some fun stuff that we don't know when these games are coming out, but 
we have heard 2020. First and foremost, I left it off our list, and Eric told me about it. System Shock Remake. Thank you. Hopefully. Hopefully. hopefully it comes out in 2020. <laughs> it had a release date for 2017, and, well, it's 2019 now. So. There was something about now. this. There was uh, something about System right, Shock future. Remake recently. I can't remember if it was during the Game Awards or when we saw this, but at some recent point, System Shock was brought up. I think at E... It was E3. E3. No, it was, they, I'm talking like in the last two months. I don't, I don't know anything. That. I don't know yeah. anything about that. I know at E3 they they showed it off again. I think at the PC uh, thing yeah. maybe. I mean, I'm confident that I'm not breaking an NDA because we've never been put under one. But I know for a fact <laughs> I've seen this the last few months. I can't remember when. Um, all right. I don't think there was anything at the Game Awards about it. I don't think it, I don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it was the Game Awards. It was around that time though. So. I don't know if it was just like when things are spewing out at the end of or at the beginning of December, like before, people want to get remarks out there before the new year or what it was. But uh, all right, so in 2020, with no date, we have Axiom Verge 2, which is that Metroidvania sequel, uh, Bravely Default 2, D&D Dark Alliance, another one of Eric's highly anticipated games now. Dying Light 2, which the more I see of it, the more I get excited for it. Yeah, it's probably one of T's most anticipated ones because yeah. he. Lo- I liked the first one as well. I mean, it was a great yeah. game. It was a it great was. game, but he was like game. really into that yeah. game. Yeah. I know, like I think he like bought it again when the like I think that enhanced did. edition came mm-hmm. out when they added the co op mode. Yeah, um, I think he bought it again on the like Xbox. Uh, I think the uh, the city landscape looks really cool in con- in contrast to the Middle East landscape they had in the last one. Like uh but I'm super excited about it. Uh Ghost of Tsushima, summer twenty twenty. Also looking cool. Wanna see more of it though. Wanna see more yeah. actual gameplay. Yeah, so. was, that's another game I want to see an actual, actual person play. play yeah. yeah. Uh Godfall, which is the first announced PS five title. It's PS five and PC. Looks pretty cool. It does look cool. Wanna see more about it though. Uh, that's gonna be a lot of these, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have gods and monsters, and I'm gonna go ahead and skip down on our list here to Rainbow Six Quarantine and Watch a Dog's Legion. All of those were supposed to come out this fall. They were all supposed to be out this year, and they all got pushed to add development time for console crossover. So they're all going to be multi-system. Like they're gonna be. Xbox One and Series X, PlayStation 4 and PS5. Yeah, that's um, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um so if and, and I could be wrong on Gods and Monsters, that could have been like an early 2020 title, but I know Legion got pushed back and Rainbow Six got pushed back. Excuse me. Uh Halo Infinite, which will be a Xbox Series X launch title. Um, Kerbal Space Program 2. I don't know anything about Kerbal Space Program. I actually put this on here for you guys. Uh, Medal of Honor Above and Beyond. It's really awesome to have a Medal of Honor game coming back. Yeah, I think it's VR, though. Is it? Mm Mm-hmm. It's still really awesome. (laughs) You know if it's PSVR? Not sure. Okay. It probably is. It's probably coming to like every console, yeah. but I, or like people skimp out on PSVR. Like, I mean, I understand. It's not. It's definitely not as powerful as what you can do with PC, PC using Vive or anything like that. Uh, but PSVR is still awesome. Um, Minecraft Dungeons. Also looking forward to that. It does look kind of interesting. Yeah. Dungeon crawler, but Minecraft instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Like a Diablo, but Minecraft. That's a game I'm excited for as a dad. You know what I mean? <laughs> it really is. Uh, goddamn superhero. No more heroes three. Still disappointed in that <laughs> one. But I mean, we're getting half of the game. We're getting half the game. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out. And if uh, it has to keep that same angsty bullshit that we saw in that trailer, I'm just looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it, well, I mean, no more heroes already has yeah. that angsty. Kind of edge lord, yeah. kind of. It's, that that's, game's that's never. Those is. games are never to me taken serious. Yeah, at no, all. No. the way you charge your sword is you. Yeah, you jack your controller off. Yeah. So. well, not anymore, buddy. <laughs> I mean, they could use. They, they could still could use the. I'm, yeah. I'm, probably it's yeah. still going to use the Joy Cons to be your controllers. Yeah, that's probably a good point, actually, because I didn't think about them being mo- motion control, but they mm-hmm, are because they're all HD rumble, yeah. so they're probably. Uh, we have Psychonauts two. Next year, Senwa's Saga, Hellblade 2, and that is going to be an Xbox Series X exclusive, which is really funny, but considering that game was a PlayStation exclusive at first, right? Yeah, it was a PlayStation exclusive at first, and then, well, it doesn't matter when uh, you buy Ninja Theory. Yeah. (laughs) It's your your game now. But yeah, first it was a PlayStation exclusive, and then it went to PC, and then Xbox, and then... Microsoft bought Ninja Theory, so uh, the, the whole time Phil Spencer was like, "I congratulate play, I, I congratulate Sony on God of War. I congratulate Sony Bend on Days Gone. I congratulate you guys on this. I congratulate you guys on that." And they're just slowly sliding Ninja Theory away, and they're like, "Yeah, I." Yeah, Xbox I, bought a bunch of fucking. They did. Games. They went on a tirade, I'm, probably I'm, because they were tired of people saying you don't have an exclusive. Yeah. And yeah, PlayStation's over here just killing everything. Yeah. But they're all doing it with Sony Studios. They're not doing, like, most of their bomb-ass exclusives are Sony Studios. And Insomniac was not. Until they bought them. Yeah. <laughs> and then that was a surprise or that was a surprise to everybody in Insomniac because they're like, Sony doesn't already own us? <laughs> I was gonna say, it's funny because they already work so much with yeah, them. They're yeah. just like, it seemed, it, I think one of the quotes was like, it was a natural fit. We've already been working th- yeah. for them, like... Since the beginning of yeah. our studio, so <laughs> like, somebody turned around like your paycheck doesn't say Sony. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I think I think the the Ninja Theory purchase was probably the most. I don't want to say disappointing. Um, I mean, I don't particularly care for exclusivity. Right. I I, I would wi- I would want every game to come out on every console. Well. At least every game to come out on an Xbox and PlayStation, unless it's a Nintendo game. Right. Um, yeah, I was about to say, we talked about that in our Discord. We did. <laughs> today, or, or uh, technically, yes. And not because I'm like a Nintendo snob or anything. It's just Nintendo always does their consoles so differently. I don't necessarily and, want people, want game developers to try to make a game for both the Xbox and the PlayStation and then also try to get that was, on the Nintendo. I was going to say, well, also, like, Nintendo is very strict. Yeah. With yeah. There'll never not be, there'll never be a Nintendo, like, Official Nintendo game yeah. on any other console, and, and I'm kind of. I could see maybe PC because that's happened before. Yeah. There have been like, like Mario uh, typing and stuff like that, or like there was like a Mario like, like not paint. It was like like the Louvre experience or mm-hmm. some weird thing like yeah. that. Like I could see that, but also I don't consider any. If a game comes out on Xbox and PC, that's still an exclusive to Xbox. Yeah. Or if it comes out on like. Death Stranding came mm-hmm. to PC or PlayStation and PC. It's still a PlayStation exclusive. I don't yeah. consider the PC in the running for being a console exclusive game machine. They just people make games for the PC and then 
will also go, maybe we should throw that game on the PC too <laughs> yeah. uh, so more people will buy it. But yeah. like, I still consider like Death Stranding is a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. Halo is still an Xbox exclusive. Granted, they're incorporating with Game Pass and stuff. It really doesn't matter if you have either one. That's why I'll never buy another Xbox because Game Pass exists and all Xbox exclusives come to PC. That's just something that happens. So they yeah. gave me a reason to never buy an Xbox. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. that's still them getting money because unless I go Linux or buy a Mac or buy an Apple, which yeah. I'll never do I mean, either of those two things. And I mean, they're still going to make the money off the game purchase and make the money off the um, operating system purchase, um, which most. Unless you build your computer, most computers come with it, but that just means that Microsoft gets a bit of that money. Right. Um, See, I like I, I like the idea of exclusive titles as long as they are first party titles, uh, even some third party titles. But first party titles for console exclusivity, I completely understand that. That is your studio. Yeah. If, that yeah, is yeah, if your studio is making, yeah, that, if you yeah. literally own that intellectual property, yeah. totally understand that you wanted to come out on yours. I wish it didn't, but right. I understand yeah. it. Like it's when you think about the fact that. Insomniac, they made Ratching. Sunset Overdrive yes, for, for Xbox. And, you know, that is an Xbox exclusive title. Microsoft owns that IP entirely. Mm -hmm. Insomniac owns the development rights. So where does that fall? There can't be another one unless Microsoft says, okay, you guys yeah. can do this. Even though Insomniac owns that. That's and, actually been a huge discussion that I've followed up <laughs> online. And, and honestly, the act of purchasing a company, so now it is a first-party company, yeah. gets around that little yeah. asterisk, but I wish it didn't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I understand why it doesn't, but yeah. I, mean, I don't I, agree with it. When you get into... I won't have a problem with exclusivity. I don't have a problem with exclusivity. But I really will not have a problem with console multi multi uh platform games mm -hmm. when cross platform becomes yeah, a real yeah yeah cr cross platforming or cross platform play will definitely solve that issue yep. but there's still going to be certain games uh, where if i own a playstation and not an xbox mm -hmm. there's still going to be certain games that i can't play right and my my thing is i don't really want to have to buy all of the consoles like i understand exclusivity is so that you have incentive to buy all yeah. the other the other people's consoles. But I just want to play games, man. I want to buy the console that my friends have and play games. And that's exactly it, right? So when we launched out, when we branched out and got our respective consoles when the new generation came around, it's like, all right, I want to get a PlayStation because I think the PS4 is much better when you look at stats and everything. Everybody I knew was getting an Xbox One. And I'm like, that makes no sense to me. <laughs> I'm like I, I appreciate you guys. Like the 360 was great, and I'm like, yeah, 360 was awesome. Yeah, but this one, the UI is God. terrible, and we're not diving <laughs> in. Like we said, yeah, we talked about this yeah. today. But like, yeah, the, like when, uh, like when both of those consoles were like announced and whatnot, yeah. I was like, I love the 360, but PlayStation 4, baby. Yep. And they like, I think <laughs> I was happy to be back. Microsoft yep. shot themselves in the foot with. All the things they said at first, it always has to be connected to the internet. It's a media machine, machine not a game machine. Yeah, they shot themselves like, in the foot so much. All these things are like, nope, you have turned me off from yeah, this. Yeah, like all of those features are great to yeah. have on a con on a games console, but yeah, you should never feature. design your <laughs> yeah. games console around those features. Play games and then do all yeah. of that. Yeah, yep. I mean, it's 
you designed an Apple TV like that's, <laughs> with a disk drive. That's what you did. Yeah. Like, it's, I, I don't understand it. But, I mean, I got my PS4 before I got an Xbox, and it was hands down a, a better decision. You know what yeah. I mean? I've yeah. never regretted buying my PlayStation, and I didn't regret buying a second one when I got mm-hmm. my Pro. Like, it's just a good thing to have. Uh, now, with yeah. that being said, I like X, I like some Xbox games. Gears never hooked me. I wish it would have. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I like Gears as a series, but honestly, I haven't touched a Gears game since Gears 2. Yeah. like, And most of that is due to the fact that the other Gears games that were available on the 360 were weird offshoots, and I wasn't going to touch those. See, the... The one thing with Gears that I'd be afraid of, like I said, it, it never hooked me, but I've always liked playing them like, from time to time. The one thing that I'd be afraid about losing me as far as playing it on PC because it's available there. Like New Gears comes out and you can play it on Game Pass day and date mm-hmm. on PC. There's split-screen multiplayer for me. I don't want to do it on my PC. Like I'd rather do that on a couch. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but that's just something that's going to come down to my decision when as as an informed consumer when i go to say do i want to buy a playstation or do i want to buy an xbox i just want to buy one box and be able to play whatever game my friends are playing and that's why cross like that's why cross platform is the huge step Mm -hmm. that is currently taking place and needs to be perpetuated i mean honestly the perfect counter argument to my logic uh here is get a pc yeah but that's like buying two more consoles yep. to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Three. So it really doesn't counter my argument yeah. so much. Depending on the graphics card you get. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the next generation cause we have the new Xbox, the new place just around the corner. But I gotta say if, if current gen is anything to go by, I'll probably land on Sony. But then Same. again, we Same. haven't seen user interface. We haven't seen, It'll look the exact same. Excuse me. Uh, man, if it looks the exact same, we're just diving right into PlayStation. Uh, so we haven't really seen much from the PlayStation yeah. 5 at all anyway. All we've seen is the... Na- is that the it's happening. Yep. Well, <laughs> like, we've seen... We've seen specs for it from Mark Cerny. Like, some specs, not all of them. Because when they did that Spider-Man demo months ago to say how fast the Pro launched... Oh, yeah, they did how, say that. Yeah, yeah they, they actually went into details on you know what kind of processor they were using and stuff like that. They didn't exactly name it, but they gave out some of the benchmark stats. Yeah. So, I, I never I never look at benchmarks because I never want to be one of those guys that's like, oh, yeah, the PlayStation has... Yeah, I don't give a shit. Point four seven more frames. It does game. <laughs> it plays games that I like to play. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? And, or 3.6 teraflops. That literally are nonsense words. Yeah. <laughs> When you talk about the exclusive lineups, period, look at our last podcast. I wouldn't have played God of War, and I wouldn't have played The Last of Us if, well, I played I played it on PS3, but I played the remaster on PS4. So those two games wouldn't have gone through had I went Xbox One instead of PlayStation, mm-hmm. right? And I like my PlayStation. I'm probably going to stick with it. Yep. I, I want to see the new consoles and I'll give it the good college try, but the PS2 was my favorite game console and I'm real happy to be back. Yep. As far as what I get on, like if I get something on launch day or what I look at for the end of next year or how, at whatever point I get, I go into one of those. It's entirely dependent on what wows me and what lineup they offer. Cause there mm-hmm. will be console exclusives. It's just a matter of what I'm yeah. into. I, I, I might eventually 
buy a Series X mm-hmm. or if they if that's like their entry thing and then maybe they make a cheaper one. I might think about making buying a cheaper one. Yeah. But as of right now, I'm buying a PlayStation 5 and that's it. Yeah, for me, like, since I have a good PC, unless they take away their exclusive Microsoft games come to PC as well, so I'll never buy another Xbox console ever again. Yeah. So it'll always be my choice, and the new console generation is going to always be PlayStation See, because mm-hmm. I have a PC that can handle the things, and I also and then, have one that's I built, so I could just upgrade as yeah. And, and, if and you, then the years go, yeah. I could just keep making that thing stronger and better. And, and then whatever Nintendo releases, whenever they feel yep. like releasing it. <laughs> and if you if you want to sit on the couch and play with a controller, just run a fucking HDMI cord over there. Yep. I would tell they, you that you could do it wirelessly, but you'll have that lag and you don't want yeah, to. Yeah, I was about that. to say, if I really want to sit in front of the TV to play a game on the PC, mm-hmm. we have a couple of long HDMI cords I could just run over there, yep. but... Yep. You know, I've it got a be really the first nice cord. chair now, so yeah. I don't really need that. It, it wouldn't be the first cord that's draped across the entire room. No, nope. <laughs> we've actually thought <laughs> we, 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 we we did that. We currently have an Ethernet cable that runs the length of the house. I was going to say we did that before. We had we we bought that really long HDMI cable so I could hook up my PC to our TV mm-hmm. like a, a couple of years ago. Yeah, we we currently have a uh, is it fifty foot or a hundred foot? We there's two, but you know that's how we get Ethernet to our yeah <laughs> uh, the, stuff. There there's uh. An Ethernet cable hooked up into the back of the router runs behind the couch, comes around the corner, back around the corner, and into my room. So I could have the the PC I have in there has internet, and if I ever want to hard my hardwire my PlayStation, it's in, it's for that too. That's smart. <laughs> I I've, I use the uh, again not sponsored. I use the the TP Link uh, outlets mm-hmm. like uh, so you can plug plug it in the outlet and then plug an ethernet cable into it and it mm-hmm. turns it into an ethernet port. Yeah. I use those are 30 bucks. I so it's kind of like a not Wi-Fi range extender, but more or less. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's definitely not a Wi-Fi extender. It's uh, literally a hard line. It turns your wall outlets into an ethernet outlet. Mm. It, it, cause it uses the same internal wiring. It just changes the outlet type. Mm. So um, yeah, I use those and up here in, in the upstairs <laughs> when I have it hard lined, I don't right now it's sitting right there on the table. Uh, I don't have it plugged in right now, but when I do, my Xbox in the loft will get 800 down. So, it's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad at all. <laughs> no, it, do- it doesn't lose. Of course, I paid for the ones that don't lose. Every Most time you talk about every time you talk about your internet speed, I get jealous. Yeah, yeah. I, I fucking love my internet, especially when it comes to uploading video. Yes, <laughs> I had my uh, not to get off topic. I had my previous service provider come to my door and knock on it the other day and tell me about the deal they can give me. <laughs> I, I laughed at them like very hard, and I'm like, wait one second. I went and got my bill and like my statement for what I was paying and what I was getting, and I'm like, you tell me you can beat this with more speed, and I'll be amazed. I'm like, we don't even offer that i'm like get the hell out of my like, just get out leave. of my fucking face yeah. I'm, like, I'm like i got work to do and i'm sure you have somebody else to sell this to. Like, and they're like do you know what your neighbors have i'm like if they have any if they have any sense they have what i told them to get because it saves some money i've told everybody on this street to drop you like i went on a tirade and i'm like merry christmas i hope you meet your quota but all right so that's all the games. With all, yeah, with all these games that we've discussed on this paper that I laid out for you, gentlemen, what are you most looking forward to, Eric? <laughs> well, uh, obviously, Final Fantasy VII Remake, because, well, I'm one of those people that um, 
thinks Final Fantasy VII is the best one. Better than six. <clears throat> <laughs> um, You're wrong, but continue. Uh, and then I can have their opinion. And then, of course, Neo 2, because I need my weeaboo hack and slash. <laughs> my weeaboo hack and slash. Uh, Persona 5 Royal, because it's Persona 5, and you can never have enough of that. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, because it's Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> it's futuristic Witcher, so... Is anybody replaying The Witcher? I want to, but I won't. <laughs> I've actually had the urge to download it again, uh, but I don't think I'll actually do it until I start The Witcher. The show. The show, because I, that'll definitely put the nail in the coffin. Because where I was last played playing in The Witcher, it's too much time to start again. Yeah. Well, you don't want to just but jump at, into the middle and of the ocean. And not know what the fuck I was doing. You don't, don't want to just jump in, the, jump in the middle of the ocean and be like, this is good. I like this. All right, I, cool. I, I know which way way I know which way to swim now. It'd be like getting, basically if I started I playing... I these quests and I don't remember what any of them were for. Yep. It'd be like, you know, getting blindfolded, taken out to the middle of the ocean. And be like, all right, and, swim back to shore. Which, which direction am I in? <laughs> remember the controls, how to make potions, potions, what you need for what, like... I, I annoyed, uh, I annoyed an employee at an undisclosed video game store today because <laughs> I was on the fence about buying it for Switch because mm. I think that would be the perfect fit, especially when I'm sitting in the living room. And my wife is watching shit like when my wife wants to watch TV and I'm not in the mood for the show that she wants to watch, but I want to spend time with her. The only thing I'm worried about the Switch release, and I'm not trying to knock the Switch at all, mm. but the only thing I'm worried about with the Switch release, it well, I guess two things, but is the frame rate and the draw distance. The draw distance is the biggest thing that I've heard so far. I've heard that a lot of people don't see an issue with frame rate, but... The frame rate definitely is an easy-to-fix yeah. issue. People that complain about frame rate usually complain too much about that it. That game has to be so much more sluggish, though. It's really not. Like, that's the, that's the fascinating thing. It's really not. And it is dumbed down. Like, it's not... It's funny, because it's not even... It's like mid settings with a lot of shit turned off, not low, if that makes sense. Like as a PC gamer, <laughs> like, like, like as long as it's a lot of um, like bloom settings and and uh, lighting and shader yeah. settings, as long as those are what's turned off, okay. It's it's really uh, but I'm very there's, worried about draw distance. There's really not a, a, not an issue with frame rate, but the biggest thing that I've heard people complain about is they they'll be they'll be riding along and all of a sudden there's like a bush beside a roach, like that didn't spawn in the distance where it should have. It just pops up beside of them. Mm. And I'm like, that happens in Red Dead and a lot of other shit that I play. But I mean, it would be really noticeable in that world. See, what, what I'm worried about with The Witcher is there's a lot of really dangerous stuff just in the wild for The Witcher. And I don't really want to be sniped by a dude with a bow that I can't see. See, I have not heard... A, I have not heard a draw distance problem specifically because I was reading in. Like I said, I pissed off an employee today. Like I was reading in store trying to figure out if I wanted to do this, and I could not find one person. Correct me if I'm wrong. Comments. Uh, I could not find one person complaining about draw distance for enemy enemies coming up. I would hope or, the, their priority or, or, for for yeah. draw distance would be actual characters. Yeah, it was all environment. Like it was all like trees and bushes and shit like that 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 wouldn't pop up. I mean, that's less yeah. annoying. And it was I, I could see it was like a somebody would say, you know, I'm looking for this particular herb and it shows on my mini map, but there's nothing there. And they'd circle around, circle around, circle around, they'd be standing still and all of a sudden 
<laughs> there it is. And they can finally interact with it. <laughs> so I know that would be a pain in the ass, but I don't know. A lot of what I've seen about real reviews of people playing that game, they're all like, it's fantastic to have in your pocket. Like, cause they made it work. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel honestly when when now that you've said that, I, I feel like a lot of those draw distance problems are because they're playing it handheld. Yeah, I feel like doc problems may not, though they're probably still there. But every person I've seen or read a review on that said play it handheld, not docked, because docked is where you'll have frame rate issues and shit like that. That's the opposite of everybody's problem in any game that's <laughs> yeah. on yeah. the Switch. I've never heard I actually about watched, how they flip that. <laughs> I watched a video on The Witcher, and there was a comparison of the two. And The Witcher on the Switch did not look good at all. And like it looked like laggy compared to the, the fluidness of yeah. it on the because they were playing on the Pro. And Oh, I can guarantee you yeah. the animations are dumbed down. And uh, yeah, I was just like, been. I can't do it. I, especially after playing it on the after playing it on like the PlayStation first, I couldn't go and play a PS2 game. <laughs> I couldn't I, play this as a PS2 game. I couldn't. I've played it on. I've played it on Pro. I've played it on PC, and I could absolutely put that game in my pocket. Now, granted, I haven't had my hands on the Switch but, version, but, but also like I'm weird when it comes to the Switch. I really like the Switch. But I think it just needs to stay docked unless you're playing a really, really dumb game yeah, that could I be played play handheld, that. like Pokemon. But, There's no reason that yeah. that one is an easy game. Like I have Skyrim, I cannot play it in handheld. I could not imagine playing Witcher in handheld either. the yeah. The controls would be so weird to have that <laughs> far apart from you and to like play The Witcher, which isn't a Maybe an hour gameplay kind of game. That's something you'll like get lost in playing. Mm-hmm. I would get so tired yeah. of holding my hand like this. Yeah, that's why I can't do it on. I can't play. My, my biggest uh, problem with Skyrim handheld isn't isn't so much that like I'm holding it for so long. I mean, that's that gets uncomfortable after a while. But my my biggest thing with Skyrim on the Switch it handheld is I don't like looking at such a small screen with a game where. There's such a huge draw distance. You need I can't to see a, a lot of. Yeah, the, I can't tell a wolf from a troll at that at that see, yeah, see, size. It, it doesn't it doesn't bother me personally, and it never has. Like like I said, I mean, most of the time when I'm playing handheld, it's I'm downstairs with my wife and we're spending time together. She's watching a show, mm-hmm. and I'm playing a game. Or if we're on the way to see family, if we're on the road driving somewhere, and it's one literally one <laughs> in a thousand times where I'm like, hey, you drive today. Because yeah. usually I don't like her to drive. But like, hey, you drive today. I'm going to sit in the passenger seat and play Switch. Yeah, like, it, it's always up to personal preference. It, like, yeah. We're, we're yeah. all going to play the Switch a little. Yeah. We're, we're going to play any any Anything game or any game console yeah. differently. Like um, four times but, out of five, mine's docked. Yeah, but... but, but uh, like like well, with what you said with uh you you couldn't go and play a PS2 game, uh I definitely know I don't have that problem because we both know I just recently played a Nintendo 64 <laughs> game on my Switch. <laughs> yeah, he played. <laughs> Who bought uh, Onimusha? Uh, uh, well, he it, played Outcast. Yeah, it's not technically a 64 game, but it's it's basically 007 Goldeneye, yeah. but a PC game. <laughs> yeah, I played Outcast. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, like like I like watched you play it. I'm like I couldn't do this. Yeah, and I'm just sitting there like. I mean, I want to play Star Wars and not Goldeneye, but I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah, because I recently tried to play uh, uh, The Old Republic on the PC. And A, I don't know why what it is if it, the port on the Steam just sucks. Every time I've tried to play it, the controls just stop working. 
and I'm use it, it doesn't have controller support. I'm using keyboard and mouse, and it just stops working. I go into the controls, reset them, and uh, I just can't move anymore. It's it's a game designed for, <laughs> and I can't. I like I have not been able to get off the fucking first ship because. Either right at the very end, I just can't, I just won't move, and I'm like, cool. It does not have controller support? Nope. nope. That is fucking well, weird. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I, I I, don't know the specific reason, but I know the gist of the reason, and it's a stupid reason. Also, it just looks like ass. <laughs> I'm like, but, uh, man, I remember this game being so awesome. It's, it's a game designed to play on Windows XP, or maybe even the one before that, Windows 90, 2000? Well, 2000 on ME, but... It would have yeah. been XP. Yeah, uh, but it's it's a game designed for Windows XP. I think that game came out in two thousand three. That they, they tried to port to. I don't remember if it came out when Vista was around or if it was when Eight was around, but it's been out for a while, hasn't it? What? Yeah, it was Vista because they did games for Windows with Kotor. I remember that. Okay. Yeah. Because I assume that's the port that Steam is using is is the original remaster of the, well not remaster but port to. Um, uh, the games for Windows thing that he's talking about. Yeah. I assume they're using that port. They might not. Uh, they could have got another company to to port the game again. Um, but anyways, it's it's a game designed for the XP that's trying to run on Windows 10. And I don't know if you've ever seen what happens to a program designed on a, an older version of a Microsoft operating system when you're trying to use it on a newer one, but they do not like each other. Nope. <laughs> I don't know. That's really it's weird. It's a that it really have, dumb thing. It's really weird that it doesn't have controller support, though. Because well, the original that, game didn't have yeah well, controller yeah, support. On PC, it didn't. But I mean, Kotor came to Xbox. Yeah, Xbox. Yeah. The original yeah. Xbox. Kotor one and two. Yeah. yeah. So that's. But that they that would have been a that would have been a PC port to the <laughs> console. So then they would have had to like report that back to the yeah. So that's yeah. probably why it doesn't have. Controller support because yeah. it probably would be easier, but honestly, the controls if I had hooked up a controller it would probably stop working. Probably, too. yeah. yeah it, but it, it's just Windows 10 is like, nah, this cold's old and I'm not doing it. I don't know why. <laughs> and it just fucking gets under my skin. I'm like, I really want to try this out. It looks ugly as shit, but I love KOTOR. Yeah. All right, I'm almost off the ship. Cool, I I'd can't love, move anymore. I'd, I can't, I'd I can only turn remaster. my camera. So, uh, <laughs> I'd love a remaster of those games. Opposite side of old games pissing you off. What uh, what new games are turning you on there, buddy? Uh, the only game that matters next year is, is Neo Two. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. For How? me, it's the, you have Neo Two. Yeah, it's Neo Neo Two. Literally, like, like just right if there. What, if 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 uh, Cyberpunk ate a large mill that day, it would be yeah. the same but, level. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> we but, need to, yeah but if my, there's a strong tailwind, tailwind. Cyberpunk <laughs> catches up. Yeah. We need to pack in a lot of material in March just so we have like, a back catalog. <laughs> Jesus Christ, there's so much coming <laughs> but, out from March to but we freaking all, we April. All know, we we all know that I fucking love a good hack and slash, and Neo Two is basically. I can't believe I have to say this. The Dark Souls of hack and slashes. Yeah, because it, it's got it's got the Dark Souls element stuff that I like, but, but it's also, a hack and slash. but it's it's way quicker. It's yeah. not about dodging yeah. and stuff. You can easily just button yeah, mash when, your way yeah. through a fight. When, when, when Josh when Josh when Josh finally bought the game and we got to play it together, we very quickly just started annihilating stuff because we went cool. Well, now it's all offense instead of having to be careful. Yeah, because <laughs> I because I went on uh, like Tomfa. Because uh, I just really like Tomfa and um, and so, I was traditional weeb, so I was high dexterity. So I'm just dealing out DPS as quickly as possible, <laughs> and I'm real. I'm actually very I'm excited. Just over, I'm just over there. Yes, knock him closer. 
to my sword. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually very excited for Neo 2 because uh, while we were playing it and like eventually T watching me and Eric play it like all the time, he was like, I want to play. And uh, so he, he bought it too because there is a mode where you can play with three people, but it's uh, basically... Like, it's like a boss rush. It's like a boss rush, kind of like a little dungeon kind of thing. You like yeah. run through a couple yeah, of like rooms. Yeah, it's like a dungeon crawl boss rush kind of thing. You run through a couple of rooms, get rid of the negative effects, then you go fight the boss and then move to the next level. Right. Um, but that's it. Um, and one of the things I was like, I wish you could just... There are benefits to playing that mode, but it's not important. But yeah, um, but, but I was like, I wish you could... We could all three play the regular gameplay together and it would. And I wish it was a little easier. Like for that one, there's no real like lobby to hang out with your, to like not necessarily hang out, but like go ahead and party up and then do it. You basically, yeah, there's no dedicated lobby. There's no dedicated. It's lobby. like a more sophisticated dark souls. Right. Thing. Thing. So, um, cause you can like put down a choco cup and someone will come into your room or whatever. So it's kind of like the dark souls. And I was like, I wish it was more like party based and we could play the story together. And that's exactly what they did. That's yep. awesome. <laughs> that you have uh, with when, only three people, which is, just, just right around. That's the perfect... Because I was like, it'd be cool with four, but I would just be fine with three. And it's exactly three. And I was like, this... They heard me, and they put it into the game. Because Guys, those somebody are, likes this game. we got to fix it the way they want. Because those are the only problems I really had with the game. Because like when it came to like playing together, is I wish I could play together, not in just one yeah. mode. Because that one mode is fun. But since it's like that kind of like boss rush, yeah, it's, de- it's, uh, dungeon it, crawl, if yeah, someone mode, dies... Um, yeah, that, they're that, kicked out of the map or if like yeah. I die the whole map is finished and we have to yeah. resync together but this one we just go back to the go back to the lobby lobby and then we can start the mission yeah. again so it's so much more easy to like link up with your friend go out to the world and you can keep it from that menu you can just play the next story mission or play the next optional quest mission and keep going so I'm actually very excited about Neo 2 but Honestly, Cyberpunk 2077 has been my most anticipated game since uh, 2015 when they ma- announced there was a Cyberpunk he game, had, game coming out. And uh, he's been, he, It's been his most anticipated game literally since One then. second on Cyberpunk. I forgot to ask you, are you going to be able to beat Final Fantasy in 10 days? Oh, no. Definitely not. You're not? Oh, no. <laughs> You're going to stretch no, that one out? I, no, I, I am... I am um, I've, I've already decided. Like, I'm, I'm in the mindset that I am buying uh, Persona 5 Scramble. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII you Remake. Mean. Oh, yeah, sorry. That was a Japanese release. I don't have that written down, so I forgot. Uh, but, um, but Final Fantasy VII, Neo 2, Persona 5 Royal, uh, and Cyberpunk 2077. And then I'm not buying another goddamn game. <laughs> That's all I'm playing in 2020. Because <laughs> I was going to say, you can play Final Fantasy VII by himself. Neo 2 will most likely all play together right. as much as we can. Until the PS5 comes out. Um, but, yeah, Cyberpunk 2077, like, I've wanted it... Uh, to come as quickly as possible, but they were like, they're going to take their time. And like, I've been fairly vocal about when I want this game to come out. And I've said, I will wait till 2020 because <laughs> I want cyberpunk 2077 to come out in in 2020 because you know, cyberpunk 2020. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I'll wait until 2020. Cause that's when I it's just, coming out. I, just I guarantee say- you it's coming out in 2020 because me personally thinks they were like, we should probably release I, it in 2020 because that was the say, biggest like expansion. And that's what most people know uh, Cyberpunk is. Yeah. Cyberpunk 2020. I just want to say two things. It'd be a lot cooler if it came out in 2077. 
<laughs> and also, it's 2020 now, and it doesn't feel very cyberpunk. I'm disappointed. <laughs> well, also, last year was supposed to be Blade Runner, but we didn't get that. <laughs> I'm even more disappointed Disappoint- now. You're right. <laughs> I'm terrible. very disappointed that we didn't have Blade Runner. Outside of cyberpunk, anything else uh, getting your attention? <clears throat> actually, I take that back. I will be buying other games, but I don't know when they're coming out. So. <laughs> um, I'm actually interested in uh, Gosha Tsushima. Uh, I hope it's more like action adventure, like uh, infamous, mm-hmm. the infamous series are, and it's not Dark Souls like um, something like Sekiro or Dark Souls or Neo. I hope it's more like you know a like action adventure game. Yeah, I want I want action adventure game because like I have they haven't really showed any gameplay that doesn't feel scripted at all. No, yeah. it's entirely scripted. Like I really want to see like. Them play the game yeah. like someone playing yeah, that, the that, game. That's why. That's why I keep. I keep saying I want to see actual gameplay of of this game before I decide if I want it or not. It's. I, I mean, at this point in your lives and in the industry, guys, you should understand that you're gonna get scripted gameplay oh, no, until no, 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 that no, shit no. is coming out. Oh, yeah. no, I know. I know. Well, but like, like but no, like, by like, now, like, I, I feel I, I, what what they specifically for Ghost of Tsushima. What they've the the, the gameplay they've showed for the game tells me nothing about the game that yeah. I want to know. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. I feel like they're being really like like at this point, coy it, with yeah. what they're showing. Yeah, at, at, at this point, my opinions of Ghost of Shish- uh, Ghost of Tsushima is it's a really cool. It looks like a really pretty game and a really cool one that I'm never going to touch. It's yeah, I am going to call it that. It's going to be number one. They've said it's. It's more realistic than the other things they've done. It's not like flashy magic bullshit. There's gonna be some degree of that there, but it's it's a it's like a kind of a more firm version of historical historical Japan. Mm-hmm. But as far as gameplay goes, you can stick that son of a bitch right in between Infamous and Sekiro. Like <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and call it. That's where they want to be because they are all about vertical traversal. They yeah. always have been right and. That's going to be a major part of what that game is, uh, but I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it, and I I, I do want to see more of it. But I'm that's not a that's I'd not be, a studio that I'm going to yeah. be concerned about I'd, them giving you I'd shit. Be, yeah, I'd no. be really happy with an Uncharted style exploration and movement with either Assassin's Creed or Devil May Cry uh, combat. I'd be happy with that game. Assassin's Creed and Devil May Cry combat are vast. Yeah, I'm just saying, (laughs) either this end of the spectrum or this end of the spectrum. But Uh, what I don't want is Sekiro or Dark Souls. No, that's not... If if you look at this for a second and that's what you're expecting, don't. Like, if you you look at Ghost of Tsushima and you expect Sekiro or uh, Neo, don't. Because that's not how that studio is. They're very methodical in the way they want you to do things. If you play the infamous games... They want you to go about it in a certain way. They give you the freedom to do things however you want, but they want you to go about it in a certain way. That's why they give you the I, tools they give you. I think honestly, uh, what, uh, the big, the biggest reason why I'm worried about it is because I never played Infamous, so I really don't know what it's going to be. Sort of like Infamous really means. Yeah, I've, uh, you know, I got the platinum second son. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, think no, I, I think I played like the the demo for Second Son or something like that. Mm-hmm. You're playing as somebody with electric powers. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, I mean, I don't uh, remember if it was a demo or if it was like some kind of free DLC for it or something. But I, I just remember you had electric powers. Was it? Was it a girl? Yes. First light. That was neon yeah. power. Yeah. yeah. She had yeah, light yeah. power. Yeah. That, that's as that's as far as I've gone into an infamous yeah. style game, and I barely remember it. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like the uh, the fetch game, like the side story, it 
pretty forgettable, but I mean, it's decent, but uh, anything other than Ghost of the Shield? Uh, Cyber, uh, obviously Resident Evil 3. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to Resident Evil 3. Basically, like, the stretch from March to April is going to be a hellscape for mm-hmm. me and my wallet. <laughs> uh, buying four games. Uh, <laughs> because I want to play Final Fantasy 7. Uh, I want to not only play it, I want to get it uh, because I've only really, like, dabbled in 7. Um, I've never actually, like, put in a lot of time into it. Um, and, I, and I like to jest, but, I mean, it's good, but <laughs> it's just the American version makes the whole game a whole lot worse than it actually is. <laughs> makes uh, it really funny, though. I mean, nobody really did good localization yeah, back no, then. No. <laughs> but that is a shining... Shining example of bad localization. <laughs> it's a it's That's, a rusty example. <laughs> a, a, here's a guy. Give him the script. And yeah, go, here, here's a guy. Give, it, give him literally a spreadsheet with the lines in Japanese, and then a column next to those for him to translate those lines <laughs> with zero context and zero order. But yeah, I've always liked the idea of Final Fantasy VII. It's really neat. Yeah. Um, I like like the style and stuff like that. But I just like to fuck with Eric and tell him that his favorite game is not as good as my favorite. I mean, Final it's literally Fantasy. the only. It's literally the but only honestly, reason why I refuse to admit that six was even a good game. But honestly, the the thing is that's true. Your first Final Fantasy is your oh yeah. Your first Final Fantasy is your favorite Final yep. Fantasy. The f- that's why my favorite Final Fan- Fantasy is Chrono Trigger. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> That's all there is. Final Fantasy VII. No Final Fantasy game means a fucking thing. Because Chrono Trigger is the best goddamn RPG ever played. If if it wasn't for Final Fantasy VII. If it we'll catch you guys next. (laughs) If it wasn't for Final Fantasy VII, I would have no clue what Final Fantasy even is as a series. Final Fantasy XV would have came out and I'm like, I mean, I guess it looks cool. They've been. It's the fifteenth game though. It's got to be getting stale at this yeah. point, right? And I mean, I don't. Nope. These these so, characters completely different. <laughs> and these characters look kind of cheesy, to be honest. But now I'm like, no, that's Final Fantasy. I I fucking love it. <laughs> it's Final Fantasy as hell, right there. I've never finished six. It's a phenomenal game. Never finished it, but I wasn't as compelled in six as. And I think it was a maturity thing. I don't necessarily think it was uh, the game itself. But when Final Fantasy seven came out. Like I was invested in those characters, and I think it was—I think it probably was because they were three-dimensional. Mm. But the whole story and everything else, I was pacing well with yeah. it. I enjoyed it. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII really enjoyed it. Final Fantasy IX—I think it's fucking great and it's underrated. <laughs> Final Fantasy X—I have good memories of that game and <laughs> the frustrations <laughs> in it. It was a good game for the same reason that Star Wars: A New Hope is a good movie. <laughs> because it's just so goddamn corny, you can't help but like it. Yeah, I mean, there's like there's a lot of really good underlying story about you know Titus and his father and everything else, but it's even though I, I kind of put that one together without ever even beating the game. You don't, you don't have to beat the game. <laughs> yeah, no, they the they part. pound it into your head in the it's back in, in the back half quick. the back yeah. half of the game. They just pound that point yeah. in before He's they ever the reveal bad it. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's actually um, a giant tick monster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually um, there, there's actually two games that I realized weren't on the list, and then I realized why, why they weren't on the list because they don't actually have announcement dates. Yep. But uh, one is um, Baldur's Gate Three, uh, which has a when it's ready 
announcement date, which I'm sure that's going to be 2020. Yeah. Um, I would actually put that at 21. I don't really. Yeah. Be, and I would say that's because they made a lot of D and D announcements for 2020 and I don't think they want to oversaturate themselves. I would actually put that at 2021. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Um, and but, then, yeah. and then the other one is, uh, Babylon's fall, which we've, they, they said they're going to say more about it in 2020, right. which to me sounds like an E3 announcement and a holiday release. Right. Probably. Yeah. The, my anticipated March to May, that's <laughs> that <laughs> time window. Four games. Mm. Because I want to buy Animal Crossing New Horizons. I'm actually really interested in Doom Eternal because I slept on Doom when it first came out. Then I bought it and I was like, nah, you right. <laughs> it's dope. It's dope. It yep. makes games again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're the best thing about Bethesda now. <laughs> so uh, I'm sorry, Bethesda proper. Uh, you suck. Yep. <laughs> you comp- the company you bought makes games better than you do now. Yeah, so. Retire, Todd Howard. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, like that short yeah, always- period of like id's kind of fall before Bethesda bought them. So I was very skeptic about yeah. it coming back with, and then like Wolfenstein came out, and I was like, actually, Wolfenstein's yeah. kind of neat, but yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to play it because I loved original Wolfenstein and original Doom. Um, and then Doom came out and I was like, man, that looks cool. But it, does it make games? Do they actually they do. make games? They and do. then they do. Yep. They yeah, make yeah. games. I always, <laughs> I, I always try to swoop in when, when the, co- the topic of uh, Bethesda and their games, I always try to swoop in and go, you need to make the distinction. Bethesda the game studio is not Bethesda the publisher. Yep. They are different entities. <laughs> yep. And it, that's true. I mean, because they, they have smaller studios inside of them. Mm-hmm. Like it, and it is cranking out good shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I thought New Order was fantastic. I think Wolfenstein was fucking great. Yeah, they did a good job yeah. with Wolfenstein. And then Wolfenstein yeah. 2 I did not play, but I know it got now raving. The, the, yeah, it looked fun as shit. And same with the, the yeah, new... But basically what I heard about 2 was it was one with everything they wanted fixed, fixed, mm-hmm. and new stuff. And that's exactly what they're, pe- what they're pitching for Doom Eternal, and that's exactly what like the previews of it are saying. Like, mm-hmm. Yep, this yep. is... We love Doom, and the few things we said were wrong with it. They fixed it. They made it better. I really want to check out that... Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but with the with his daughters. Uh, oh yeah, that did not do so well. Yeah, I was about to say. Apparently, really yeah, that not, one's not yeah. good. Yeah, no. it kind of just, until right now, it kind of just fell off the radar for yeah, me. Yeah, so. the uh, that one did not do so well, and the the VR thing that came out not uh, the Wolfenstein VR thing that came out not too long ago that didn't that didn't mm-hmm. land well either. I mean, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised on that one to be Which honest. Is funny because uh, VFR killed like <laughs> people love VFR. Um, and Skyrim VR, I mean, both of them kind of kind of hit well. Um, on this list, I was excited for Persona 5 Scramble, and now I'm sad about it. Uh, <laughs> you could still buy it if yeah, you make yeah. a Japanese account and yeah. use... And then get you some yen. Yeah, use, get you some yen. You could buy the Japanese version. Yeah. Just, just try to figure out what the fuck they're saying. Duolingo the fuck out of that <laughs> yep. game. Yep. Um, I mean, I guarantee you there's going to be, um, like... Translations for it up so you know what buttons you're Probably. hitting. Uh, I also wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if there was still an option in the menu for at least getting the menu in English. The voices won't be in English. I would of course, hope there was a, like a, a menu. I've language. actually seen a, a, a lot yeah. of the there, subtitles option. Yeah, there, there's. I've actually seen a lot of games where it's like a Japanese only release, and like I'll, I'll go look up gameplay for it, and the menus are in English. Yep. 
I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they probably do something like that. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Final Fantasy VII Remake because that was a huge game for me, and I know it's only a portion of the game. I want to know what the release schedule for that is. That's the one thing that I'm scared yeah. about because they're not transparent on when to expect those games, how many pieces they're going to be. They're very I, clear. I I feel like once this episode is out, they'll probably start talking about an actual timeline. Honestly, I don't think they know. Yeah, like, I don't, they, they do I don't think they're really prepared or know. They're probably waiting to see how many get yeah. bought and like what's the reception yeah, of I, I feel like this put, first one when I mean, it comes I mean, they out. Even, they, even, they even said um, a while back. Yeah. Uh, like probably last year's E3, um, they they said that like they were putting all of their effort in getting this one done, and then we'll think about the next ones. Because it's af- like this episode is Midgar, and then that's supposed to be it, right? And that's still ambiguous as far as when that cuts off. Yeah. Because I think you and I have heard conflicting things where this is just Midgar. Yeah. And there isn't the, an open world aspect the, to this. The, the thing about the thing about the Midgar section on disc one is. There's other stuff to do during that that there's isn't in Midgard. Yeah, there's a lot. Like, uh, I mean, well, well, for the major, like for the majority of the beginning of the game, like the first five or six hours in Final Fantasy VII proper, when you're in Midgard, you're in Midgard. You yeah, don't, you don't I mean, leave. When you finally get can, out of Midgard, you can yeah, come back. I, I can totally see how. On. Yeah, I can totally see how they could turn that five or six hours into a fully fleshed out. 20 ish hour game like 30 35 i think is what they're saying so. 30 35 is a bit much for me if it's if it's literally just that five to six hours i'm not real sure how that's going to work they're out. adding a lot of story components to it they're adding story for like different characters to give them more substance i mean uh, yeah i guess i guess they are spending more time on the um avalanche crew that yeah. in in the original game you meet f- and play around with for maybe 30 minutes yeah and th- they're <laughs> filling those plot holes that the game itself had when it came out initially, which mm. is a good thing. Cause there's a lot of like, this doesn't make sense here. So I guess they're, they're reanalyzing yeah. that and giving it support. Uh, but there, I mean, there is like we talked about before, there is a huge world outside of that Midgar bubble. Right. Mm-hmm. And you've got Cosmo Canyon. You've got the actual temple of the ancients. You've got all these other like fucking golden saucer. You've got all these other places to go. And, where does that where does that come in? Like what 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 does the game look like after the certain point? I honestly wouldn't be surprised because there there is a point uh, in the uh, on disc one where you leave Midgar. Everything mm-hmm. hasn't happened in Midgar yet, but you leave for reasons. I don't remember what the reasons are. That's why I'm being vague. Right. Um, but you leave and then you eventually come back, and that's when all the shit happens. Um, so I'm curious if like they're gonna make this thirty thirty five hour game, and then it ends when you're leaving to get answers to things that have yeah. happened. And then, and then that's where it ends kind of, I know exactly why you leave and I really want to say it, but just for a chance of spoilers for people who haven't played final <laughs> fantasy seven yet, play that shit when it comes out. Uh, yeah, I guess. but it's <laughs> you, I mean, granted it's not spoilers at this point. You've had 21 fucking years to play this. Game. Yeah. It's not a spoiler. <laughs> I was about to but, go. It's been, yeah, it's been a, a long time. Two months <laughs> with this on the horizon. It's been horizon, two weeks. They've had time <laughs> with this on the horizon just to see it when it comes out. Um, there's, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of story. There's a lot of things that happen, but my view on it is Midgar itself, if they're going to contain that into its own story, that makes sense. Because Midgar is like a third of the game, right? 
Something like and that. And then yeah. it opens, or then you go into the open world. I mean, it's a third of the game if you're actually focused on the story, I guess. Yeah. It's, and, and that's exactly it. It's, it's a, a tenth, tenth of the game if you're not focused on the story. That's right. And that's that's what that's specifically what we're talking about. We're not talking about the open world yet. The the actual story of Final Fantasy VII, Midgar is basically disc one. Mm. Right. And then when you complete that, you go on to the other shit. And because you, you can you, you can do Golden Saucer and get and uh, get uh, Omni Slash on disc one. Yeah, technically, yeah. As so if if you go to Golden Saucer as soon as you fucking leave Midgar, you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a big. It, it's, it's a hassle. It's, it's, it's a lot it's, it's of a, grinding. Yeah, it's a lot of grinding. It's a big open map. There's a lot of different places to go, right? And my thought is, if they, it makes sense if you think about it structurally, and they do this for a lot of Final Fantasies, where a majority of the story takes place in place A, and after you get through place A, it goes open world, right? That's how those games have always worked. And uh, if they make Midgar episode one, and then they they say, okay, episode two will be like split in multiple parts, or it'll However, they decide to do it. If if episode two launches your open world, I'm fine with that. I just want to know what you're looking at as far as episode two is just going to be comrades. If episode, <laughs> if episode two is if the game itself is completely episodic, like they did with the story from Final Fantasy 15, where are those breakup points at? Because mm-hmm. you have so many other things to go in the open world and do. Where do you put those dividers? How do you say it'll be interesting to see where they choose to break the episodes up? And, and that's what that's what I want to see. That's the one concern. Or if they that just I have take up the open world component completely, that and would make piss it, me off. And just make it only like story structured and like so. Like the next disc or only the next story beats. You only go to those episode key locations. If, if that's the case, episode two is going to be a weird game. It is going to be very <laughs> weird. It's going to take out a lot of things that people were compassionate about in the, but that's their design choice, right? And that it, this is them retelling the story. They want to tell how they want to tell it to, to give it to people. Cause we've been asking for it forever. Um, apart from final fantasy seven, I am extremely looking forward to animal yeah, crossing. Don't they show off? Wasn't one of the things that they showed off some of the mini games you can play? From um, I think they mentioned them. I'm not. I don't remember much actual like gameplay. Of no, it. they didn't. Like they didn't show off Golden Saucer. Like I think they did. I think they showed like new animation. Like well, no, you go out on a date with um, Tifa or or Aerith at one point, or Barrett, or Barrett <laughs> technically, yeah. And I think they. I think they glazed over it, but I don't. Yeah, think I they... remember them mentioning something. Yeah. about it, but I I don't remember seeing yeah. anything. Like the point to get to Golden Saucer, like there's a whole other piece of story in between Midgar and there if they followed it all the way through. Which Eric's right, you can leave Midgar and go to Golden Saucer, right? But from a design perspective and how they want to tell that story, they'd have to put that middle piece in there, and I don't see them doing it because that's like a huge extra portion. But then again, we don't know. You know what I mean? Or like so, I said, they could just leave out the open world and you could just go to those yeah. places that you can go before you go back to Midgard to finish yeah. Midgard to then a, leave. Get hit with a cutscene of you traveling there or whatever. Man, I don't know how I feel about that, though. Especially how how fun I thought traveling was in 15. Yeah. I don't want to think about that. I, I, I definitely prefer the open world stuff, but I think I'd also appreciate an abridged game mm-hmm. as well. Just because... 
I like Final Fantasy VII because of the story, not the game it was. Yeah. And the American localization made it a really janky story, but I still, the reason why I like Seven so much is because of the story it told. Dude, like, no, they need, no, I can't, I won't accept it. No, I, I, won't, <laughs> I won't accept it because, like, yeah, everybody needs to feel fear when you're driving through the open world or traversing the open world. And exactly, you see that goddamn Midgar serpent, and you're like, well, fuck. <laughs> Like, don't go in the forest. Exactly. Don't do it. Don't. Or swamp, whatever. I bet it was. I can run it. No, you can't make it. I, I, I bet I can make it. <laughs> but you yeah, obviously say how they do the open world, though, because they would have to make a giant yeah. world for I, that. I, I, and I don't feel like they would do that just for something like this. Because th- that game would, was over, it was top down, so it was easy to do yeah. the open it world. It would be like a very that. small scale map. Yeah, it's super easy. But if you do it over do. the shoulder, you have to worry about perspective. Yeah, and, and I don't think there are random encounters in this game. You can see the enemies just yeah. like in 15. So. Well, 15 had like technically random encounters. Like when you think about how it just drops mm. fucking enemies onto your map all of a sudden. No, like, that you could see the monsters. And then at night. The monsters, yeah. But I'm talking about like the, the soldier drops. You, I'd be walking across the fucking map and like, oh, hey, there's an airship. And it wasn't there when I was walking forward. It just, well, I mean, that's, that's more that's or less the same thing as like the bounty hunters in, in Fallout. And yeah. Not, yeah. That's, it's not, and that's, that's not more, really... That's more the game going, we need a reason that they're here. So let's yeah, just drop shit. It's just like a time encounter. Yeah. Um, but the only way I would be okay... I wouldn't be okay with them taking out the, the entire world. That's just my personal choice, but I would be I okay could, with I could them, see them scaling it. Yeah, I could see them scaling down the open world. Because the world itself was an entire fucking world. Yeah. Like, I would be okay with them cutting it into pieces. Like, this yeah. is the map that you can access in, in, in yeah. episode one. This is the map you can access in episode two. And this is the map you can access in episode three. And then be like, okay... From this point in episode three, just like in 15, you went off the map to these random places, have episode three tie you back to Midgar, right? And then tie you back to this other place. I'd be okay with that, like sectioning off the map. But I'd, I don't know how I'd feel about them just only those site cities because it'd be a contained experience. And that's just me personally. That's I, But again, we'll, we'll see how it yeah. pans out. We only uh, have a couple more ones. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, God damn it, it's close. Yeah, hopefully so we'll see more because yeah, like two months away, yeah. and we've barely seen that game is that game is sixty days from Friday. Yeah, holy fuck. Should, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I I feel like once once yep. once episode one is out yep. and and they know like what people think, how yeah, people yeah. are playing it, yeah, like what they th- like They're like they they obviously already have a plan. Yeah. But they probably don't want to talk about it until they get this first one out and, and they know like what, what people are feeling. The about best it. thing for them to do then is put copies in the wild before release date. Like put put review copies out. Yeah, I right? think they need to like have their embargo out in February. Like they're, yeah, people they're, should be able to talk about this game in February. Yeah, the the fucking yeah. twenty trying to think here, twenty third, like that needs to be twenty fourth needs to be the last day of their embark. It needs to be one week, solid mm-hmm. week. Um well we kind of turned this into a Final Fantasy seven podcast. <laughs> yep, thanks guys. Um Animal Crossing New Horizons, I'm extremely excited for that. And I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. I've loved those games ever since they were <laughs> I am on. actually excited for that one. Especially like I said, I'm buying four games. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I played them on GameCube I played it on GameCube. I loved it and I would plug my GameCube in every couple months for years and if I could find my GameCube now I'd plug it in because I still have that memory card yeah I really like the idea of being able to like play with your friends in this yeah. one and having like a bigger open kind of like I don't like the shared island idea 
I am in fact I bought my kids switches for Christmas. I bought my kids switch lights for Christmas just so they can't be on the same island with me and fuck <laughs> up my island. I love my kids and if my wife wants to play, I will buy her a switch. Nobody's <laughs> fucking up my island. Like it's just the way it is. It's but my island. It is. It is my island. But I mean, I, I do like the multiplayer aspect of it. I think it looks really cool. That's something that the, the games needed. It had to some degree, but not in a great way that was implemented before. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more of it. I'm looking forward to actually getting my hands on it. Uh, but those games are fun, and that's something that I'm excited for my kids to see and experience. And as a parent, that's a cool thing to kind of get them into. Uh, Doom Eternal will be fun. Persona 5 Royal, looking forward to it. Uh Cyberpunk, obviously, but we've beaten that dead horse. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to Trials of Mana because I've always been a Mana fan. Legends was my favorite on the PS1. It is impossible to find a copy of that game now, but I do have it on my Vita, which makes me extremely happy. <laughs> um, and Last of Us Part 2. Uh, of course, Ghost of Tsushima, I'm really excited for that as well. But Last of Us Part 2 and Animal Crossing are the two on that list that stand out to me the most. And for Final Fantasy, but this is the three. Um, I'm also looking toward, forward to System Shock, but also, yeah, who knows if it actually will come out yeah, this year? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I would like it to because it'd be nice to play an, a new or a new, an old game, and it'll give me hope for a new Bioshock game, yeah. which would be nice. They're actually going to uh, if if because I think they I think I think they said that they are interested in making another Bioshock game, yeah. but now actually, if the uh, System Shock game. Uh, remake does well they're just gonna pick up the system shock series from there and just yeah. make a whole new whole new ip out of it basically yeah death to bio <laughs> that was a joke i'm proud of it so all right uh so that's pretty much what we have to run down for next year right now and we are of course excited for next gen we don't know what else hasn't been announced yet as you can see from this list, it only takes us through summer 2020. Yeah. And there's a reason for that, because nothing else has been announced yet past summer 2020. And that's because we have E3 coming up June, yeah. uh, first weekend. <laughs> Nobody bothers to make holiday announcements yeah. the year ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the, normally come out around E3. Yeah. Except for Nintendo, who all of a sudden decides, hey guys, guess what? In February, we're going to tell you what we're doing for the rest of the fucking year. Yeah. Nintendo does whatever they want. And yep. I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> and they do. They literally do things how they want to do it, and people just eat that shit up. And mm -hmm. I'm cool with it because I love their structure. Like they, they don't put out shit products, so it works. Uh, but that's pretty much it, guys. Yep. Thank you for listening and joining in with us today. And you know what? Jump in the comments. Let us know what you're looking forward to. In Jump in our Discord. Jump in the Discord and do the same thing. Talk to us about how you think we're wrong about <laughs> what's better, Xbox or PlayStation. Granted, I'm not wrong. So none of us are, none of us are, you know, interested in console wars. Realistically, yeah, we just really. have we just have opinions on things that we like better. Uh, but um, we we love the conversation. We love to talk about it. You know, hella Switzerland on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much it for this week. Again, jump in the Discord. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And over on Twitch, uh, we are preparing our uh, first season for our Olympic specials, and hey. we're looking forward to that so much. It'll be at the end of January. You'll find more information coming from us over the next couple of weeks. And, of course, we're going to be talking about it in our Discord. You can always ask us. Uh, with all that being said, join us next week for the Sauces Tray. 
don't know what the topic's going to be yet, but nope, we'll yet. have something fun to discuss with you guys. If you have an idea, let us know. With that, thank you, Josh. Thank you, Eric. Again, my name is Justin. I'm your host. Thank you for joining Hard to Play. Have a good week.